welcome to the latest Intelligence Fusion podcast. I'm Laura Brown, the Chief Commercial Officer here in Intelligence Fusion, and I'm joined today by our Regional Intelligence Analyst, Matt Patton. The United States is currently in the midst of one of the most turbulent years in recent history. A global pandemic, societal upheaval, and escalating political polarisation ahead of the upcoming presidential election. Amongst other areas, Matt reports on the security situation in the United States and has been closely monitoring the social unrest and building tension across the country in recent weeks. In one of our latest episodes of Insight Weekly, Matt, you referred to a development amongst the law enforcement of multiple US states called the Blue Flu. And ahead of the 4th of July, you'd like to discuss the potential impact of this in a little bit more detail. So let's start from the top. What is the Blue Flu, Matt? So the Blue Flu is a nickname referring to the recent reaction of numerous Atlanta Police Department officers in the wake of Officer Garrett Rolfe's treatment by the Atlanta District Attorney. Now, Garrett Rolfe is the officer who shot Rashad Brooks outside uh, Wendy's recently. The body cam and security camera footage which has been made publicly available strongly indicates that the officers were actually quite justified in their actions in, in, this, in this situation. Uh, in a way, the footage sets a case defending Officer Rolf's actions in just as a compelling format as the video relating to George Floyd's death condemns Officer, De- uh, Officer Derek Chauvin. Uh, yet, uh, Officer Rolf has been charged with murder nonetheless. Now, Atlanta police officers... Uh, reportedly just over 170 of them, uh, began to con- uh, conduct a protest action where they called in sick just before their shift was scheduled to begin. And there are indications that some officers even refused to respond to calls or even resigning completely given that the charging of Officer Rolf could very well be deemed as abject betrayal of the Atlanta PD by the city. Uh, it's a way for officers to unofficially go on strike since it can be illegal for police to walk off the job uh, regardless of their grievance. Now, this this is actually not the first time police officers have conducted a blue flu style of protest. Uh, police strikes in the USA uh, can go as far back as 1919, uh, but the first instance of the blue flu I've been able to find was back in 1971 where NYPD officers called in sick as a way of protesting paying conditions. And Another incident I've come across was in Milwaukee back in 1981 where they carried out a a blue flu strike following the shooting of two police officers and and their perception of insensitivity towards their deaths by city officials. Now, up until now, the majority of blue flu strikes had been for a variety of reasons, but the incident in Atlanta would appear to be police officers expressing their contempt towards city officials and Black Lives Matter inspired attitudes from the wider public over the treatment of Officer Rolf. Essentially, many of them have just decided that enough is enough and the general public can fend for themselves without the police. But the blue flu isn't just isolated to Atlanta, of course. Uh, as mentioned last week, uh, we've logged what appears to be a plan by an unknown number of NYPD officers to have the blue flu on July 4, 2020, uh, Independence Day reportedly beginning at approximately 1,500 hours. NYPD officers now appear to have had enough of how they're being treated by city officials and the increasingly accepted rhetoric of BLM and its supporters. Uh, In a way, they're deciding to call uh, everyone's bluff. So how likely is it that they will actually carry out this blue flu strike, Matt? Uh, 
there's there's a lot of reporting and context to indicate it's going to happen, and not just from the fallout of riots and looting since George Floyd's death. Looking at recent history of the NYPD, this does not just appear to be because of the recent anti-police rhetoric and calls to defund the police uh, and it's, and the acceptance of that rhetoric by city officials, uh, which um, up, up to and including uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio's recent announcement of cutting uh, $1 billion from the NYPD budget. This re- this uh, plan to conduct a blue flu strike would actually appear to be the proverbial uh, straw that's broken the camel's back. Recent history would indicate that since Mill, uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio became the mayor of New York City, there's been growing animosity between city officials and the and uh, NYPD officers. It appears that policies uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio has enacted as mayor, such as bail reforms and even uh, including decisions to release prisoners during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, have resulted in growing contempt towards uh, towards him from the from the NYPD. Uh, most notably seen when officers have openly turned their backs on de Blasio when he's uh, spoken at the funerals of NYPD officers killed in the line of duty and the recent press conference that was conducted by uh, various New York Police Department union officials. Uh, Looking ahead, neither the most likely nor most dangerous courses of action look good for New York City. The chances of many in the NYPD coming down with the blue flu on July 4 is highly likely. Uh, they do appear to have had enough with how they've been treated. Uh, while such a view, while such a view could indeed be very well justified, um, officers coming down with the blue flu could have significant consequences, notably in the form of criminal of criminals having significant freedom of action throughout New York City. And what scenarios can you assess from these developments and their impacts on businesses? Uh, in both cases, it won't just be businesses who are affected, but that, that is not to say that the impact on them is insignificant. Uh, businesses across New York City have already been through some catastrophic times with the COVID-19 restrictions restrictions imposed by Governor Andrew Cuomo and the widespread damage caused by riots and looting stemming from uh, Black Lives Matter protests. Uh, the most likely course of action I've been able to assess at the moment is that NYPD officers will carry out a, a limited blue flu strike for the purpose of making a point rather than giving up on the city completely, uh, likely uh, no longer duration than 48 hours. While the NYP, while NYPD officers have a lot to feel rightly betrayed about, many of them will be very cognizant of how catastrophic the effects will be of walking off the job completely. While their lack of presence will just show how necessary they are, uh, the National Guard can be called in by the city to take their place. And furthermore, strike action for more than 48 hours will likely begin to justify recent anti-police rhetoric by BLM and supporters. So for about 48 hours, it would sort of prove that, sort of, you know, make the point they're trying to put across. But if they go further than that, actually, that would actually start to turn around. And uh, for lack of a better phrase, they'd be kind of shooting themselves in the foot there. Uh, combined with the strike being scheduled for July 4, uh, there is a chance that many New Yorkers, will, uh, like the rest of the country, will be keen on marking Independence Day. So a lot of people will be just keen on just celebrating the day rather than uh, rather than anything else. However, there will be a number of criminals who will be keen to exploit the situation and will take the opportunity to commit crime. Uh, however, those at the highest risk of being victims of crime in this scenario will, of course, be able to anticipate the upcoming strike and will be able to take measures to defend themselves from criminal activity. 
uh, you know, uh, through a, ver- a variety of measures, um, through you know, boarding up their uh, boarding up uh, their businesses, uh, for example, and of course, under the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, that guarantees right to personal self-defense. Now, the limited nature of the blue flu in this situation will provide chances for a recovery from its impact and the impacts from COVID-19 and the, and the riots and looting that we've seen recently. Uh, the most dangerous course of action I've been able to assess is that city officials and NYPD police commanders are able to, of course, anticipate the upcoming blue flu strike, will take a hard line against any officer who calls in sick on July 4 through actions such as uh, sackings, disciplinary or legal action. Uh, large numbers of NYPD officers would walk off the job completely if that were if that were to happen, leaving the NYPD drastically undermanned, and the remaining officers uh, will likely be quite reluctant to do their jobs for fear of having any kind of action taken against them. What makes this the most dangerous scenario is that the blue flu strike uh, and its effects extend uh, beyond 48 hours and will signal to criminals throughout New York City that conditions will be in their favour regardless of uh, whatever law-abiding citizens are able to do in order to uh, mitigate uh, mitigate the you know, lack of presence from, uh, from NYPD. Uh, in addition, with such a hard line taken against NYPD officers, despite the circumstances they've been dealing with, police officers around the country may begin to resign in greater numbers than what has already been uh, been occurring or conduct uh, blue flu strikes in solidarity with the NYPD, which uh, in that case, it doesn't just, uh, you know, the effects don't just stay limited to New York City, but they of course start to spread across the rest of the country. So in that situation, the impact of the blue flu becomes a prolonged and significantly more difficult situation to mitigate and recover from. Thank you very much, Matt. The blue flu development is something that we will continue to monitor in the lead up to Independence Day and, of course, throughout the holiday weekend itself. We'll be posting regular updates across our social media channels, um, for which I'll add the links into the podcast description so that you can follow our reports. If you're a security leader or organisation that requires timely, accurate and actionable intelligence to better protect your assets amid such social unrest, you can take a closer look at the data which supports Matt's analysis by scheduling some time online. And before you go, don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening.